Welcome to Manna for Breakfast, the daily Bible reading devotional which chronologically takes you through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Grab a cup of coffee and your Bible and join us as we journey together through God's Word. Good morning and welcome. Nice to have you guys with us on a Sunday morning. We are in the book of Exodus. We are continuing on in Exodus 7. And this is special for the podcast. So if you're with us live, we just covered this on the podcast for those that cannot join us um, or read for themselves on Sunday. So we want to make this available. So we're just going to simplify it on Sundays. We're going to go right into the word. A lot of us want to make sure we have enough time to get to church or we're just after church. We want to rest. So Let's pray and give this time over to the Lord and uh, let him speak to us. Father God, thank you for this morning. Thank you for getting us up. Thank you for getting us going. We desire, God, to go collect that manna that you would feed us, strengthen us spiritually. So thank you for this time that we have. In Jesus' name, amen. Exodus chapter 7. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I make you as God to Pharaoh. And your brother Aaron shall be your prophet. You shall speak all that I command you, and your brother Aaron shall speak to Pharaoh, that he let the sons of Israel go out of his land. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that I may multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. When Pharaoh does not listen to you, then I will lay my hand on Egypt and bring out my hosts, my people, the sons of Israel, from the land of Egypt by great judgments. The Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand on Egypt and bring out the sons of Israel from their midst. So Moses and Aaron did it. As the Lord commanded them, thus they did. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron saying, when Pharaoh speaks to you saying, work a miracle, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, that it may become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron came to Pharaoh. Thus they did, just as the Lord had commanded. And Aaron threw his staff down before Pharaoh and his servants, and it became a serpent. Then Pharaoh also called for the wise men and the sorcerers, and they also, the magicians of Egypt, did the same with their secret arts. For each one threw down his staff, and they turned into serpents. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart was hardened, and he did not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is stubborn, and he refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning, as he is going out to the water, and station yourself to meet him on the bank of the Nile, and you shall take in your hand the staff that was turned into a serpent. You shall say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, sent me to you, saying, Let my people go, that they may serve me in the wilderness. But behold, you have not listened until now. Thus says the Lord, By this you shall know that I am the Lord. Behold, I will strike the water that is in the Nile with the staff of my hand, and it will be turned to blood. The fish that are in the Nile will die, The Nile will become foul, and the Egyptians will find difficulty in drinking water from the Nile. 
The Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters, over the rivers, over the streams, and over their pools, and over all the reservoirs of water, that they may become blood. And there will be blood throughout all the land of Egypt, both in vessels of wood and vessels of stone. So Moses and Aaron did even as the Lord commanded. And he lifted up the staff and struck the water that was in the Nile, in the sight of Pharaoh, and in the sight of his servants, and all the water that was in the Nile was turned to blood. The fish that were in the Nile died, the Nile became foul, so that the Egyptians could not drink the water from the Nile. And the blood was through all the land of Egypt, but the magicians of Egypt did the same with their secret arts, and Pharaoh's heart was darkened. And he did not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Then Pharaoh turned and went into his house, with no concern even for this. So all the Egyptians dug around the Nile for water to drink, for they could not drink the water of the Nile. Seven days passed after the Lord had struck the Nile. Chapter 8 Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Let my people go, that they may serve me. But if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite your whole territory with frogs. The Nile will swarm with frogs, which will come up and go into your house and into your bedroom and into your bed and into the houses of your servants and on your people and into your ovens and into your kneading bowls. So the frogs will come up on you and your people and your servants. Then the Lord said to Moses, say to Aaron, stretch out your hand with your staff over the rivers, over the streams and over the pools and make frogs come up from the land. So Aaron stretched out his hand over the waters of Egypt, and the frogs came up and covered the land of Egypt. The magicians did the same with their secret arts, making frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Entreat the Lord that he may remove the frogs from me and from my people, and I will let the people go, that they may sacrifice to the Lord. Moses said to Pharaoh, The honor is yours to tell me. When shall I retreat for you? and your servants and your people, that the frogs be destroyed from you and your house, that they may be left only in the Nile. And he said, Tomorrow. So he said, May it be according to your word, that you may know that there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will depart from you and your houses and your servants and your people. They will be left only in the Nile. Then Moses and Aaron went out from Pharaoh. Moses cried to the Lord concerning the frogs, which he had inflicted upon Pharaoh. The Lord did according to the word of Moses, and the frogs died out of the houses and the courts and the fields. So they piled them in heaps, and the land became foul. And when Pharaoh saw that there was relief, he hardened his heart and did not listen to them, as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Said Aaron, stretch out your staffs, strike the dust of the earth, that it may become gnats through all the land of Egypt. They did so, so Aaron stretched out his hand and his staff and struck the dust of the earth that there were gnats on man and beast all the dusts of the earth became gnats throughout all the land of egypt the magicians tried with their secret arts to bring forth gnats but they could not so there were gnats on man and beast and the magicians said to pharaoh this is the finger of god but pharaoh's heart was hardened and he did not listen to them as the lord had said now the lord said to moses rise early in the morning Present yourself before Pharaoh 
as he comes out to the water and say to him, thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may serve me. For if you do not let my people go, behold, I will send swarms of flies on you and on your servants and on your people and on your houses. And on the houses of the Egyptians will be full of swarms of flies and also the ground on which they dwell. But on that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen where my people are living so that no swarms of flies will be there in order that you may know that I, the Lord, am in the midst of the land. I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow this sign will occur. Then the Lord did so, and there came great swarms of flies into the houses of Pharaoh and the houses of servants, and the land was laid waste because of the swarms of flies in all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron and said, Go, sacrifice to your God within the land. But Moses said, It is not right to do so, for we will sacrifice to the Lord our God. What is an abomination to the Egyptians. If we sacrifice what is an abomination to the Egyptians before their eyes, they will not will they not stone us? We must go three days' journey into the wilderness and sacrifice to the Lord our God as he commands us. Pharaoh said, I will let you go, that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness, only you shall not go very far. Make supplication for me. Then Moses said, Behold, I am going out from you, I shall make supplication to the Lord that the swarms of flies may depart from Pharaoh, from his servants, and from his people tomorrow. Only do not let Pharaoh deal deceitfully again in not letting the people go to sacrifice to the Lord. So Moses went out from Pharaoh and made supplication to the Lord. The Lord did as Moses asked and removed the swarms of flies from Pharaoh and from his servants and from his people. Not one remained, but Pharaoh hardened his heart this time also and did not let the people go. This, in the beginning of these plagues, is when you look at it carefully, clearly God declaring warfare on the fallen ones who had come down and mixed with the daughters of men and had established this hybrid offspring and had defiled the earth, had created all kinds of abominations. And all of these things which were destroyed in the flood for the most part springing up out of that, out of nowhere, after all of these um, events, when humanity is reestablished on the earth, all uh, sociologists, archaeologists will tell you, Egypt seemed to have sprung up out of nowhere with an immense amount of knowledge. And there wasn't a slow progression, as people say, how man has developed, you know, through this history of evolution. They just seem to have appeared with great knowledge. And that, according to the book of Enoch, which is helpful in historical accounting and different aspects of history, including the New Testament writers referring to this, this was the, they had a lot of help from these fallen angelic beings, which then proclaimed themselves to be gods, gods over the Nile, the god of the Nile, the gods that came down. And they had all kinds of gods they worshipped, the the frogs, the, the flies, just about every aspect of these plagues was in one way, one form or another, a god to the Egyptians. And so God is claiming war on them and saying, I'm the God of creation. I'm the one true God against all of these fallen ones that these Egyptians were following. He needed the Egyptians, he needed the Israel, Israelites to see this too. He needed them to realize how far they had strayed from him 
and how they had forgotten who he was and who God was. So Moses is going in and in declaring to set the people free and fighting against Pharaoh, God has this major warfare going on. And of course, we see the supernatural power that they did have. They did have the power to do some pretty amazing things, changing water to blood, even in, in, in increasing frogs, which is, remember, Satan does not have the ability to create life, but he can manipulate. And of course, we understand there's a lot of, uh, probably be a lot of DNA in the water and a lot of different stuff that he can manipulate. And it's interesting, he seems to have a lot more power to deal with reptilian creatures because that was his nature as the fallen one came down in that kind of a form serpentine you see they're able to produce the serpents two of them they're able to produce frogs all in that family when it comes to the gnats and actually gnats if you read that and study it it is likely they were mosquitoes which really 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 makes it way more uh effective should i say and scary imagine being covered with mosquitoes amazing and then and then of course pharaoh gets all the frogs and he, he gets the opportunity to, to just choose when he wants Moses to get rid of him. He doesn't even say now. How about now? No, he says, I'm going to do it tomorrow. How hard hearted he was. Amazing. Well, this is the beginning of the warfare and there's always warfare when you want to be set free. When you need to be set free from bondage, there's always warfare. The enemy does not want to give up his, what he considers to be his and so we need to expect that when we are willing to give up sin and willing to follow the Lord, there's going to be some warfare going on. But praise God, he is powerful, and that's what we're seeing here. He's a powerful God, and he's able to conquer over all of our enemies. So this morning as we celebrate the Lord on Sunday, we just want to thank him for that and thank him for that beautiful knowledge and that beautiful truth. You guys have a wonderful day. Spend it with family. Spend it in the Word. And have a wonderful, wonderful the rest of the day. So thank you. Thank you, Father, for this time. Thank you for blessing us, giving us this opportunity to come before you and stay in your Word. Continue, God, day after day after day, letting you build us up in your Word. You are a good God, a merciful God, a powerful God. Help us to remember that when we doubt you, when we fall into fear. And we seem to be oppressed on all sides. Father, we know that you can deliver us as we wait upon you. Thank you for your battle against the enemy in our lives and the victory that you are winning. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much. We will see you again tomorrow on Monday as we continue on in Manna for Breakfast. Bye-bye. Welcome to Manna for Breakfast, the daily Bible reading devotional which chronologically takes you through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Grab a cup of coffee and your Bible and join us as we journey together through God's Word. Welcome to Manna for Breakfast the daily Bible reading devotional, which chronologically takes you through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Grab a cup of coffee and your Bible 
and join us as we journey together through God's Word. Welcome to Manna for Breakfast, the daily Bible reading devotional which chronologically takes you through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Grab a cup of coffee and your Bible and join us as we journey together through God's Word. Welcome to Manna for Breakfast the daily Bible reading devotional which chronologically takes you through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Grab a cup of coffee and your Bible and join us as we journey together through God's Word.